Welcome to the I'm Still Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Whitlow. I've been reading and studying the Bible my entire life, but I still have a lot of questions, and I'm still learning what it means. Each episode, we will take a look at what the Bible has to say and what it means to us today. Today in Episode 5, I'm discussing the fourth of the Ten Commandments as part of the Ordered Life series. This week's teaching is called, Just Remember. I think it's kind of interesting that the fourth commandment begins with the word, Remember, since it seems to be the commandment that we are most likely to forget. It says, Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. It's very common at my house to hear my wife say, okay, remember, the okay is to get my attention and get me listening, and the remember is to get me thinking about something I hadn't thought of in a while and probably wouldn't have thought of without the reminder. It's a very common human condition to be forgetful, especially if the thing to be remembered isn't something that we're especially interested in doing. And I'm sure that if we're honest, we all have stories of forgetting something that was really important. Before Carol and I got married, I forgot to show up for our premarital counseling appointment. I was really embarrassed by that, and now, more than 40 years later, I'm really grateful that Carol didn't quit on me that day. But for whatever reason, we need reminders at times to do things that we know that we should be doing And that is what this fourth commandment does for us, because if we seem to treat any of the Ten Commandments as optional, it is this one. I hope to show you that it deserves equal status with the other nine. Let's break this down a little. What exactly is the Sabbath, and why is it so important? According to the Genesis account of creation, God created the world in six days, and on the seventh day He rested. This example is referenced in the commandment. The principle of Sabbath rest is not just for people either. The idea of resting one out of seven is to be carried out on the land as well. Leviticus chapter 25 verse 4 tells us, But in the seventh year the land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. So the principle of the Sabbath is that although work is good and necessary, rest is just as necessary. We need some downtime to recover and remain at full strength for the long haul, and this commandment is a reminder that we are more than what we produce by our work. The Sabbath is a gift to us for our physical, spiritual, and mental health. It is not God who needs us to rest and reflect. It's each one of us. Just like all of these commandments, we are the ones who benefit when we remember to observe the Sabbath. Observing the Sabbath is a key element of an ordered life. And the Sabbath that we observe today is different from the Sabbath observed by the Jews. Their Sabbath is on Saturday, the literal seventh day of the week. The early Christian church celebrated their Sabbath on Sunday because it was on Sunday, the first day of the week, that Christ was resurrected. Now, there has been discussion in some circles concerning which day is the true Sabbath that is to be observed. 
And in my mind, this is not really a matter that is foundational to our faith. The important thing is that we take a day each week to rest and take time to reflect on all that our loving Heavenly Father has done for us. For an example, as a minister, Sunday is my most important work day of the week. So my Sabbath rest comes on another day each week. Is God displeased with me because I'm taking my Sabbath on a weekday? I don't think God rejects anyone who looks to Him for rest, wisdom, and strength, regardless of which day of the week it occurs. The Apostle Paul, in Colossians chapter 2, verses 16 and 17, writes, Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. What happens so often with these commandments is that what is intended to be a blessing for us becomes a burden on us as we add our own ideas of how it is to be implemented. If we think back on the story of Genesis and Adam and Eve's eviction from the Garden of Eden, they were told that they would be fed from the sweat of their brow, meaning that they would have to work if they were going to live. Then, during their time in Egyptian bondage, they were forced into unrelenting labor. But when God delivered them from their bondage and forced labor, He gave them this commandment. Yes, work is still a very important part of life, but it is not all of life. One day out of seven, they were to take the day off and remember that their God loves them. But over time, we began to add specific definitions to this loving principle and began to judge others based on how accurately they followed the rules. By the time that Jesus began His earthly ministry, there were many regulations that determined if someone was actually observing the Sabbath. Many of the disagreements that the Pharisees had with Jesus were based on His violations of their ideas of proper Sabbath observance. For instance, when Jesus healed a lame man and told him to take up his bed and walk, they saw Jesus telling the man to move furniture. Violation. When Jesus healed a blind man by spitting in the dirt and placing mud on his eyes, they saw Jesus mixing building materials. Violation. When Jesus and his disciples passed a wheat field and they plucked a few heads of grain for a snack, they were accused of harvesting crops on the Sabbath. Violation. Jesus knew the law. Jesus is the complete fulfillment of the law. And he knew that our restricting traditions many times cause us to get wrapped up in enforcing the law instead of enjoying the great freedom that the law was meant to give us. So how do we keep this commandment? How do we keep the Sabbath holy? Well, as with all things spiritual, it is a matter more of the heart than of observance. And since it is a gift, it is ours to receive or reject. The Pharisees rejected it by making it a means of judgment. And we can reject it in a couple of ways. We can treat every day the same by keeping our activity level unchanged, either by constant work or by diverting to other strenuous activity and not truly resting. Or we can treat the Sabbath as a weekly holiday 
by engaging in restful pursuit while giving no thought to this great gift of God. We can receive this gift by realizing that God is concerned with the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. And when we are right in our relationship with God, we are healed and whole, regardless of what might be wrong with our physical body. So our Sabbath is a day of physical, mental, and spiritual renewal. We find that renewal physically through changing our normal routine and participating in things that renew and recharge us. For some, that will mean actual cessation of activity and a good long nap. For others, it could mean a social or physical pursuit that is life-giving and renewing. This should be a time that is not spent on taxing mental activities. If at all possible, let the heavy situations of life wait a day. They will still be there. But most importantly, make it a priority to spend some time worshiping your loving Heavenly Father who gave you this gift. After all, it was intended to protect those whose time was not their own as well as those who had complete control over their time. A lack of worship always leads to too much work, and too much work always leads to a lack of worship. And it is in the lack of worship that we find ourselves with a life that is out of order. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus gives us this wonderful invitation. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Observing the Sabbath and keeping it holy is the perfect way to find that rest and to live an ordered life. Thank you for listening to Episode 5 of the I'm Still Listening Podcast. Next week, I will talk about the Fifth Commandment as part of the Ordered Life series in a teaching called Mind Your Parents.